Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, that's right. And today we are talking about day three, three through, through nine, nine of the Akibasho, which is, oh, just turning out to be the most boring basho <laughs> ever. <laughs> you know I'm kidding. Yes, yeah. it is very exciting. Yes, it is. And I've enjoyed every second of it. I love it. Yeah, me too. Just it's been a blast. Ditto. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, should I start out with day three? Well, I wanted to go over a little bit of a of the injured list. Now, all of these guys had different days in which they went out or whatever, but this is what we're dealing with. Maybe we'll guess... Um, who who do you think comes down with tonsillitis in the middle of the boss show? Oh, ding. I know. <laughs> Well, we got somebody with tonsillitis. Yep. We've got somebody else who's got a terrible bout of cellulitis. Do you know who that is? Uh, ding. Yes, I think I do because <laughs> they have been doing close-ups on his leg and it looks terrible. It looks terrible. In fact, it looks like if I was fighting on that cellulitis, I would have dropped out. Oh, for sure. I I'll tell you who it is. We'll get there. He is wrestling. Yeah, it I'll starts tell with you who a T. It, is. it starts with a T. His name but is. But it doesn't sound like it. No, it sounds like Suda Yisho. Yep. And he has a terrible bout of cellulitis. He showed up on, I can't remember what day it was, with a 104. Yeah, he also had the flu, right? Um, but he was gone for one day. I was very confused about this because they sent him off for one day. And yeah, they on said, the fourth. Yeah. And he returned on the fifth. Yeah. yeah. And each day, though, he's been going to the hospital in the morning and getting an IV injection of antibiotics. And then after he wrestles, he's going back Good to the hospital Lord. and getting an IV drip. And, you know, he said he feels better now wrestling at 38, which is about 100 degrees in temperature versus when he was wrestling at 104. I so it wasn't believe... the flu. It was all cellulitis. It was all that was cellulitis. Giving him the, the yeah. temperature. Yeah. Jesus. And he keeps fighting. It's nuts. Wow. Anyway, also another wrestler is out. We'll let you decide who that is later. We get to it with a medial collateral ligament damage. Does his name start with an H? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we have got a lot of sick guys. And Plus a lot of guys that never started to begin with. I know. But I think that's what makes the field so interesting. Yeah. It's like, who's got a really good record this time around? That's weird. But anyway, that is the who's who of injured. So day three? Day three. Okay, day three. As always, I just want to say, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to talk about every fight because this is so much sumo to go through. We're just kind of doing best of from each day or things that hit us in an odd or funny way. The one I want to talk about on day three, Takayasu versus Kiribayama. Oh, yeah. Didn't they have a very long bout in the last Basho, too? Oh, I don't even remember. It was. I think it was. This sumo bout was basically a three and a half minute short film. It was. It was like a very slow, short film. I mean, add some music, add a voiceover about overcoming obstacles, and you could play that at the Telluride Film Festival. You could. And I felt like towards the end, they were so tired that they were just embracing oh. each other like the end of a beautiful movie. Yeah. <laughs> just were like, we're in this together. Together. To the together. very end. It made me realize after watching it that... Takayasu has a very similar style of sumo to Takara Fuji, mm -hmm. which is get in there and wait, wait your out. partner out, mm -hmm. be a mountain. But he could also move very fast. It's just, it's very interesting 
to me watching who he does that to. Well, I also think it's perception, too, because he's so big, you don't think he moves fast. But he does. But he, I just said fasts. 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 That's the worst. But yeah, you you watch him and his uh, makikai, like sometimes he'll change position and it's lickety split. Yeah. But overall, he kind of looks like he's lumbering for most of it. He just doesn't ever seem like he moves kind of like the little guys move. He is fast, but yeah, he typically just waits it out like the patience of a veteran. Well... Kiribayama came away with this one yeah. on day three. I didn't even write down the Kimorite because I was really, by this point, just hoping they were going to have to call it after four minutes to give these guys a break. And I was disappointed that they didn't have to. <laughs> it was it was so funny to me. This is These are what my notes look like. It, it was like somebody had to go to the bathroom or somebody was really drunk and they were like, you cannot do it here on the street. There was like one guy's hand on the other and they just waited it out in this position until, of course, there was the end. But um, to me, it was it looked very funny to me, this match. It was it's worth watching just to see a long sumo match and also to see two guys just absolutely beat at the end of it. They were both just hammered. Uh, Taka Keisho versus Ichin Ojo on day three. This is where I started to think about Taka T-Rex dropping to Sekewake. So the rules are, if Taka Keisho does not get a Kachikoshi, he would drop to Sekewake, but if he gets 10 wins, he could jump right back up to Ozeki. And on day three, I was still very worried about him because there was no real power in Takakesho's arms. And it was honestly very concerning. He was slapping and walking forward, but there was absolutely no umph here. And Ichinojo won this one. I thought he just has to have a, a, a Kachikoshi record, not a 10. To stay Ozeki, yes. But I'm saying if he loses his Ozeki status and he drops to Sekewake because he's already caught a bond. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if he, he drops just has it, to get a Kachikoshi. No, it next time I'm saying this time, yes, he has to get a Kachikoshi to mm-hmm. maintain his Ozeki status. Mm-hmm. But is he, if he doesn't get it, he drops to Sekewake. And then if he gets 10, mm. he can go back up to Ozeki. So this is where my brain is already going watching him mm. on day three. Mm-hmm. Um, now, things change, but... You know, I wanted to kind of look back at those rules at day three after watching him because it was difficult to kind of watch him at day three. Yeah, we're worried he's still feeling injured. Yeah. Shodai, on the other hand, on day three, looked very strong against Hokuto Fuji. Hokuto Fuji tried to push against the Shodai wall and it did not move. Shodai looked strong. I thought he looked great. But of course, biggest bout of the day for me was Terada Fuji versus Takanosho. Wow, Terunofuji, so fast. Takanosho met Terunofuji at the Tachiai, and he got taken back, pivoted. Terunofuji didn't go anywhere. He hooked Takanosho's arm in a very painful arm lock. And I, again, I don't even write down Kimorite on day three. I don't watch numbers. I don't watch Kimorite. It's just all about, like, sitting underneath the waterfall of sumo and letting it just take me away. And this one, Terna Fuji, took me away on day three. All right, day four. The ones that stuck out to me were Takara Fuji versus Daesho. That was interesting to me. Daesho seemed in control most of the spout, but Takara Fuji, he's pretty smart. And he manages a way to get out of the, the rapid fire pushes and threats 
not threats, <laughs> thrusts that Daesho is throwing his way. Takara Fuji leaps to the side and back and around the edge of the doyo, all around. And he's just, he does like a huge hop. But Daesho thus far has still done a really good job at forcing Takara Fuji backwards and pressuring him at the ring's edge. So even with Takara Fuji's really big leap, it still didn't work. And Daesho threw in a really sneaky pull-down maneuver. It was a Hitakikomi win for Daesho. But I like watching these guys go up against each other. It's always fun for me. Ichinojo versus Kiribayama. So most of this match to me was just watching Ichinojo hop around. Kiribayama has um, <laughs> has like a really strong left outside grip that sort of has Ichinojo sideways, but unable to really make any moves from this position. I also think he's trying to, Kiribayama is, wear the big man down, kind of like he did with Takayasu the day before. Yeah, it was another long, long match. Yeah, yeah. and it really actually worked again. And he forces Ichinojo backwards and out after over a minute, which is really a long time. It was a Yori Kitty win for Kiribayama, but Kiribayama is looking really, really strong. Yeah, and he's taking his time, mm -hmm. which, uh, hint, fellows, the ladies love it. Yeah. If you take your time. Yes. we uh, Well, and I just love Kiribayama. I'll just take all the screen time I can get from Kiribayama. <laughs> he's given us all the feels right yeah. now. He's my new favorite Asanoyama. Like Asanoyama was like my it boy. And I yeah. think Kiribayama was like a close second. Yeah. And then Asanoyama is, you know, he's he's gone from our vision. Yeah, right now. So he is maybe my new it boy. Oh, okay. Maybe my new boyfriend. There I don't know. Go. It's It's possible. Meisei versus Kota Nawaka. All I can really say is that Meisei does a beautiful shitata dashinage. It's a pulling over arm throw. And it was, it just kind of had Kota Nawaka like, wait, what happened? But it was beautiful. I really enjoyed that. Taka Keisho, he actually gets his very first win against Toshoryu on day four. Yeah. So we had not really seen him win. And Taka Keisho finally did. So I was so glad to see this happen, but Hoshoryu fought it out, and he did not want to obviously lose. He was determined, and Takakesha was as well. And um, you know, he normally Takakesha has this enormous headbutt as this huge weapon, weapon, but he he can't always use it because he's injured. So he really stayed close and really square onto Hoshoryu who couldn't really catch like a breath between each one of Takakesho's blasts and thrusts. So it was really big sumo from Takakesho, and I liked seeing it. It was a Tsukio Toshi thrust down win for Takakesho on day four. And his little face at the end was like, hot damn, I did it. Yeah, I he got was out so of it. pumped. He needed, you could see like his energy was like, God, I needed this win today. Yes. And that determination against Hoshoryu, who obviously he knew was giving him like mind drama, you know, because he was like, this is such a tricky guy. This is such a tricky guy. He's smaller like me. He's fast. He's got the leg stuff. You could tell he was like, God, I, I got to figure out a way to win today. I think he was doing the, I have to go. I have to do my brand of sumo. Exactly. I have to do my brand of sumo. I have to go headfirst into these guys. And he was trying everything he could. He ended up using a lot of skills he doesn't normally use. But I was happy for him to get back to form somewhat Yeah. on day four. Yeah. Ted and Fuji handles Hokuto Fuji very nicely with an easy pull down, a Hikiotoshi maneuver 
But this is the day that we had the leg injury from Hokuto Fuji. Did you even notice it? No. Well, because I yes. didn't. I think when he got up, he kind of checked his leg ever so slightly. Yeah. Like just kind of moved it or whatever, like bent it just a tiny bit. Something was a little bit off. I didn't. But it, notice I it think at it's all. when his knee hit. I think his his knee maybe hit the Tawada. I can't remember at this point. But it looked like in the slow mo. I was like, oh, yeah. That could definitely hurt. It was a total surprise to me the next day when he was not there. I had to go back and go, who did he fight the day before? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Taron Fuji. Yeah. Well, well, okay, no yeah. wonder. You know what I noticed about that fight? Is you know how the stats go up at the beginning? Mm -hmm. They're both 29. And they look so much older to me. <laughs> so <laughs> much just older like than 29. Hoka Fuji's like receding hairline? Well, or? just... just Overall, they just seem so much old. 29 seems such a baby to me right now. Yeah. But looking at them, they look like powerful men in their 40s to me. Yeah. Not 29. Well, yeah. Yeah. Teretsuyoshi versus Onosho on day four. Do you remember that one? There was a mata at the top. And even the second time going, the start was really, really awkward. The timing wasn't quite together between these guys, but uh, Onosho went for a giant push and Terutsuyoshi just stepped to the side. And so it was this dramatic fly off the doyo from <laughs> Onosho. And I always appreciate when that happens. <laughs> but also on that day, Ura got his first win against Chio Shoma. So that was that was a big, ah, oh, yay for Ura. He's turning it around. And that was also the day that Takayasu showed up with that lightning-shaped tape across his belly. Do you remember that? Versus Mitakiyumi. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to talk about the fight. I was just amazed by the lightning-shaped tape across his belly. Which I didn't I've, notice. Oh, I've never seen anyone tape themselves in quite that way. And I, I wondered, is it his psoas? Is it... Like a lower abdominal muscle. It's got to be related to his back pain. But it was like this Harry Potter tape job on the front of his belly, like coming up out of his mawashi. Maybe he has like a weird, super high hernia. He's got I, intestines I did, like I think about, about to that. stick out. Yeah, maybe it's hernia related. <laughs> but then it disappeared after that day. It was like one day of very random taping. And then he just decided, you know what? I don't. I don't need it. I don't need the tape. I'm better off without it. But it was very, very odd. And nobody, as far as I know, nobody said anything about an injury hmm. around his belly. I don't know. I don't know either. But maybe he's hiding a tattoo. You never know. Maybe. But I think we would have seen that before. <laughs> and they're not allowed to have tattoos. But oh, well. Who knows? It's, it'll always oh, well. be a mystery. Oh, well. Okay. Day five. I love day five. <laughs> Day five, surprise moves and fusenshos. That's my title for day five. First of all, we got to see Wakamoto Haru, Wakataka Kage's brother, on day five for the first time. They're pulling him up from Jurio, and it was really fun to see another Waka brother in there. And all I could picture was him picking on Wakataka Kage all day long, you know, building the fire in Wakatakakage as they grew up together. It was just, it was great to see him in there. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Well, he, and but he that was um, Ichi Yamamoto on this day. Yes. He was and hobbling. He, he was so injured he, and still fighting. Yeah. The day before, on day four, Ichi Yamamoto got pushed out of the ring by Yutakeyama. Mm -hmm. And he ended up 
on the fourth row, kind of on his knees, and mm -hmm. he got up very, very tenderly mm -hmm. and with a look that I absolutely recognize as, am I okay? I hurt myself. Uh, are my <laughs> knees okay? Am I still in one I think piece? he landed like straight on his kneecap, right? Yeah, well, it, I, it just looked painful, and he was very gingerly getting back up. So he lost then on day five to Wakamoto Haru. It was just nice to see a new guy there with a definitive win like that. Uh, just nice to see brothers up there together. Chiono Kuni. There's so much I loved about day five. Chiono Kuni versus Kaisei. Chiono Kuni doing very well in this Basho. Yeah. And uh, Chiono Kuni showed up. He's not yes, he did. defeated this time around. No, he tried to push big old Kaisei back. But it wasn't working as Kaisei approached him like a slowly advancing iceberg. Chionokuni decided, you know what? The best practice here would be to jump out of the way. And so that's what he did. And then he twisted around. He pulled on Kaisei's arms and then pushed on his the top of his buttocks. And it worked really well. He went all the way out. The judges called it a hatakikomi. But I know what it really was. It was a butokiri a butotoshi it's a but butoshi it's <laughs> you're making something. new kimonite I, I am when you push on someone's buttocks i believe it deserves a title it deserves a kimarite title and i don't think they've given one to that butoshi butoshi dashi butiotoshi butiotoshi well yeah it, he didn't fall though but butiokiri uh, yeah, but 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 Kiri. Uh, but Kiri. Yeah, something like that. I loved it. It took Chiona Kuni to five and oh on day five. Speaking of Kimarite, mm -hmm. Hidenaumi versus Kotoeko on day five. Uh huh. Great fight. Kotoeko was right at the edge, and he almost spun around at the edge and got himself out of trouble. But his foot grazed the ground on the outside of the ring. But that meant that Hidenoumi won by something called an Ushiro Motare. If yes. I'm saying that correctly. You nailed it. Awesome. Like a native Japanese speaker, you nailed it. It's the, uh, I had to look this up. <laughs> Ushiro so Motare. That is right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we so, just, I just can't say it like. Oh, off, you're making you know. fun of me. I no, didn't no, even no. realize you were making fun of no. me. That's funny. No, I, I can't say it. I can't. It's not. When you hear all the time, so exactly. it's like you, you have to get your mouth used to how to say it. Exactly. I'm like, I wouldn't, I, I just read it and was like, Ushiro Motare. So <laughs> not said it very comfortable. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's unusual. And I looked it up. What it is, is when the attacker leans into his opponent from behind, forcing him back and out. So they were kind of side to side, butt cheek to butt cheek. So it's a butt to butt throw. It's another butt to butt throw, <laughs> but Hidenumi kind of leaned backwards and sideways to knock Koto Echo out. It's I I when you see those unusual Kimarite, they just kind of stand out and you go, okay, there's there's another one to learn, you know? Because learning Kimarite just takes time. You know, you pick up mm -hmm. two, one, two, three per basho and go, okay, I know what this one is. Yeah. But that one was one I didn't know the name of. I wonder if it translates to butt to butt. I, probably not. like those game days where you would have to have like a partner and you'd stand butt to butt and then you put like like either an egg or something or like a ball or no, it was a balloon you put between your butts 
And then you have to run down to a certain line and make it back without dropping the balloon. Did you ever do that one? I never played that game. We never did butt to butt. (laughs) We would do like back to back and then the ball would kind of fall down and actually end up at your butt. Maybe that's the way it was. It's like, yeah, it makes its way down but it always ended up being butt to butt because i'm blessed in the butt category so it's like there's no way that balloon's dropping below my butt it's it's on a shelf now (laughs) yeah even if the other person had completely no butt like my butt would be enough to hold the balloon in place anyway that's a lot about my butt moving on okay uh by day what day are we on day five five. okay by, by day five the camera guys were starting to really focus in more on Ura's pre-ba show or pre-fight shakedown, which I just have to say, I was loving it. He's he's getting the flavors, the notes. Oh, that's what it reminds you of. Yeah, because he does his little fingers and he's wafting. He circles his hands. Yeah, he's like, this wine has nice legs and I smell notes of black cherry and chocolate. Yeah, but also (laughs) add to that eyes rolling back into the back of his head and very, very deep breathing. I'm not, I don't know what it reminds me of. Honestly, I, I kind of, it, (laughs) I'm probably going to cut this out, but it reminds me, reminds me of what elk do when they're in season and they're like sniffing the air for With their little paws? With their little hooves? No, well, they, they kind of like raise their nose up and they do not use their paws to walk to the air. Well, no, but they take, their eyes roll back in their head and they take big, long sniffs is what they do. Elks in season. Yeah. Or Ura preparing for a bout. But somehow, I saw him as a sommelier. Somehow, Everyone sees something different. Yeah, it fits for a guy who eats as many McDonald's hamburgers as he does and has all sorts of really strange superstitions. It really fits his preparation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he fought Daesho, uh on this day. As expected, there was lots and lots of good shoving, as both of these guys love a good shove. There was also a gymnastics dismount by Daesho, who well, would have a future in the ballet. Daesho the way that bout ended. <laughs> Daesho missed a few of his shoves. Ura ended up bear hugging him from behind, then from the side. He pulled him close. He lifted and he plopped him outside the ring and i thought wow it was yes. like a tire toss <laughs> he lifted the entire personage of daesho and flung the shit flung, out of him flung him i uh, i loved it okuri tsuridashi okuri tsuridashi it was we don't know what the f that means but it sounds right okuri tsuridashi okuri tsuridashi okuri tsuridashi to pick up the opponent by his mawashi from behind and throw him out of the doyo. It's a rear lift out. Yeah, but I want to know how to say it. Oh, well, you're going to have to call up somebody who's a native Japanese speaker. (laughs) Sure as hell is not going to be accurate from this mouth. (laughs) Okay. All the other things they say are also mostly inaccurate. (laughs) Yet you all come to me every week for the news. All right, so let's move to uh, the Fusenjo, the Fusenjo surprises. This was the day that Hokuto Fuji surprise went out with a knee injury. It sounds like. Also, the next bout surprise, mm-hmm. Hoshuryu went out. The shocker of the day with acute tonsillitis. But I well, guess they were it worried didn't it was long. well. They were worried it was COVID, so they were like, well, yeah. "Get out of here, buddy. We're going to test you." Yeah, and I guess he turned out okay because he showed up just days later, ready to go. I wonder if he's going to get his tonsils out like the day after. Maybe he has 
tonsil stones and his breath is really bad. Oh, I've had those white chunks. They're the worst. They are the worst. I call them white chunks, which is not (laughs) medically accurate, but it's very descriptive, right? Those are the worst. If you've never had them, you probably had them and they're like, What is wrong with your breath? What the F is that? (laughs) Something died in my tonsils. Okay. Anyway, back to the sumo. This is the day for me that really Takakesho got his groove back. First time meeting against Takakesho and Kotonawaka, who is M3. Kotonawaka did not expect the truck of Takakesho, and he basically just got run over. He did. <laughs> I thought, okay, the Ozeki's back. Angry Hamster is on fire. Yes. You know who uh, else was on same, fire? Shodai. I was going to say, same thing happened. Shodai versus Wakataka Kage, who did not have any reply for the I, train I don't think Shodai. he knew what hit him. Nope. Shodai found his form. It was like both Ozekis just turned the keys in the right direction that morning and showed up. Well, Wakataka Kage ricocheted off of Shodai's body. It was so impressive. <laughs> It I was, was like, who is that I, out yeah, there? Shodai was like a cannonball. He really was like a cannonball. And I usually only say cannonball with Takakesho, but that's the way Shodai looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fabulous. And then the day ended with Terunofuji versus Kiribayama. They've met three times. Terunofuji has won them all, and he won a fourth. But it was another long bout, and Kiribayama worked so hard. He did. And he was very... was so patient. He was. He really showed his Yokozuna style. Yep. Kitty Biama was annoying as a gnat, and that was his approach. And he, <laughs> that must it, be what you like in men. I, well, I think he was like, I got to try something with this guy. Whatever I've done last few times has not worked. I'm going to try something different. And it didn't work. But I thought he gave it a good college try. I just want to say the other thing I loved about this fight is once Terunofuji caught Kitty Biama, he picked him up by the arms and he dumped him unceremoniously, completely off the doyo, the sumo dump, which I always mm-hmm. absolutely love. It, it was a win by Yorikiri, and uh, Kiribayama just could not budge the guy. He tried really hard, but Terunofuji looked every inch of the Yokozuna that he is, and I loved it. What else do you want to say about day five? This is the day that I noticed how nice and neat Shimano Umi folds his sagari after each bout. I think it's worth noting the oh. next time you watch him. Okay. I mean, it's ritualistic. It's consistent. It's like a little, I fold it once and then I, it's like folding a sheet. Oh. He has a very specific, specific way. I fold it once and then I fold it twice and then I put it in my hand. He would have a future in folding clothes. Like it's that methodical and it's that perfect. Like he's Marie Kondo? Yeah. The like Marie some people Kondo just the grab the Sagati, you know, like, you know, oh, yeah. from the bottom and they just kind of like hold it and then they hand it off. He neatly folds it. Every just, time. Every single time. I'll watch. Now watch from here on out. You'll be like, he is very organized. He really is, Marie. Day six. Oh, so much is going on. Including the all-clad pots and pans on the Kesho Mawashi that day. Did you notice I that? I did not notice that, but I do. <laughs> I am a firm believer in all-clad. I do. They have superior pots and pans. You know what? Every once in a while, they get up in their beautiful aprons and mm-hmm. you go, that is the most random picture i've ever seen on a beautiful ceremonial apron 
And that was one of those days for me. It's like, that's cookware. Well, I'd have to say all clad, if you're listening, okay. which I know you are, <laughs> we are gladly accepting sponsorships. We will talk. Well, we'll we cook all your the all time. Clad. We do. We cook all the time in all clads. Day six. Chiono Kuni was in first place with Terenofuji. But on day six, Sadnoumi easily defeated him to give him his very first loss. And Chiono Kuni, we were just saying, like, he's been looking great. Yeah, still so is. He still is. He's he's shown up this tournament, and he's, despite the fact that he lost, he's showing some really, really good sumo this time. Ichi Yamamoto again. Oh, wait, wait. The best part of that was both of them sandwiched the judge in a sumo sandwich at the end. Yeah, there's a lot of gyojis from here on out, actually, that were in the line of fire. Yeah, and that was just one of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know what? It's a dangerous job. It is. I wonder if they have to sign a release. I bet they do. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to what, find isn't out. Isn't that where you would love to be? Just right <laughs> in the middle of every match and getting landed on? Yeah. Abs Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, if you died, I'm like, what a better way to go out, I right? got sandwiched. I got sandwiched by two 400-pound sumo wrestlers. Loved giving every it their minute. All. Yep. Ichi Yamamoto, he is really struggling again. He was defeated easily by Kagayaki. It just hurts at this point to watch him. Now, also, I have I said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, last week, Miyogiru, I felt like him at the joint Keiko getting really serious about about sumo and like really training hard. It's going to show up in this tournament, and it sure has. Miyogiru does a hit and an immediate shift when he's up against Kaisei to win. So Miyogiru on day six is looking really good. And isn't it so nice to see? Yes. I, I've i always loved Miyogiru. He just hasn't turned it on lately. In this tournament, he seems like he's turned it on. Or he's, yeah. Something, something's different. I love it. Oh, there was so much. I could skip over Tetsuyoshi to, well, I guess I will, to talk about Ura again. Ura is just so flexible. And I think he's going to snap in half one of these days. But he's just... He is just so much about the trickery. And Aoyama is like, ah, he was he was prepared for every bit of the trickery that was coming to him. What I love about Ura is that he's like this smaller guy and he looks at Aoyama and he's like, yeah, I think I can get him into one of my special throws. But Aoyama is so freaking big. But like Ura's heart is like, oh, for sure, I can throw him over my shoulder. Now, of course, it like doesn't work, but he sets himself up to like with Aoyama's arm to like flip him over his body yeah. and down to the ground. I was like, that is some major sumo balls, yeah. right? To be yeah. like, I can flip Aoyama. He does get inside and and really close to Aoyama, and he pushes him backwards and out. It's an Oshidashi frontal push-out win for Ura. I loved this one because there because there was no big Tachi-Ai. Yeah. When you fight Ura, you just don't go in for no. those big, huge pushes. And Aoyama tried as hard as he could mm -hmm. to push this guy out. And I just love that moment at the edge where it looked like Aoyama had him and he just did that back bend at the edge. And the entire audience went, oh! <laughs> and then Ura knocked him back to the center before that amazing throw. It's just... It will. I will never tire of I seeing know. the big guy try to take the little guy out. He cannot do it. And then he goes down with yeah. an Oshidashi. I love it. It was great, Sumo. 
Tobizaru is flung out of the ring by Onosho, but when he did get flung out, he pummeled the Gyoji. <laughs> just friggin' he was Latin. He was him. actually like a bowling ball. Yeah. It was like bowling for Gyoji. I know. And this like the slow-mo showed the Gyoji in slow-mo going, ah <laughs> like his face was like, oh shit. <laughs> Here it comes. These are the things we love uh, about sumo. I do love sumo slow-mo. <laughs> There's just nothing better than sumo slow-mo. I agree. Mitakiyumi easily scoots Kota Nawaka across the dirt and out. It looked like it just looked like a training exercise, and Kota Nawaka was just like, oh, I'm just helping Mitaki Yumi. I'm just lending well, my chest it was to a first, Mitaki Yumi. It was a first-time meeting for those guys. Yeah. And, he, uh, he learned. This, I'm sure he learned. Yeah, those guys, <laughs> they they get to these higher ranks, and it's all a learning experience. Yeah. yeah. That, that was my thought. Yeah. I want to talk about my it boy, Kiribayama, versus Shodai. This is getting to be Kiribayama Day. Yes. Well, he showed Shodai that his lazy, too high of a tachi eye was going to cost him, and it did. Kiribayama got a good hold on the Mawashi of Shodai, lifted him up even high for Shodai, and then he was defenseless. Kiribayama walked him right back out, lifting up the whole way. It was easy and good work for Kiribayama. That was the very first win over Shodai. It was a Yori Kitty win for Kiribayama. Yeah, he was in the driver's seat from beginning to end on mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. This is the day Takakesho, though, lost to Tamawashi, the power that is Tamawashi. At this point, Takakesho is now two wins, four losses. So back to worrying about Takakesho. Isn't it funny how we do that day by day? Yeah. We say, oh, he's back. He's in his best form. He's got it. And then the next day, oh, God, he's lost it. He's just not himself. He's not going to pull himself together. It is. This is, must be what watching. Uh, what are those terrible, like, dramas that reality soap shows? Operas. Oh, soap be. operas. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even think of the name for soap yeah, opera. What's going to happen tomorrow? <laughs> to Takakesha. To Takakesha. The and days Tamawashi. of our sumo lives. Yeah. Well, I'm worried. I'm officially in the worried camp. <laughs> Wakataka Kage versus Terunofuji. So Wakataka Kage got the upper arm wrapped up from Terunofuji like he normally does. Terunofuji kind of gets the upper arm anyway. You know what I'm saying. Are he, you talking he, about the Kimedashi? Well, yeah, yes. that, that that's how he won. Yeah, yeah the in the script. end, it was an, it's an arm barring force out. And uh, Wakataka Kage, he tried to escape, but he just proved he was absolutely no match for Tedanofuji's height or strength. So, yeah, Tedanofuji just lifted him up and back and out. Kimidashi win. Yeah, I loved this one in slow mo. Mm-hmm. It's two guys working at their limits. Wakataka Kage trying everything, struggling so hard to get his arms out of that grip, and no. they're just not going anywhere. Oh. Nope. So Darren Fuji uh, is the only one with a 6-0 and record, or was the only one with a 6-0 and record at the end of day six, uh, followed by a host of fellas mm-hmm. with one loss. So that takes us to day seven. Yeah. It's like Miyogiru is 5-1. and one. It's Kiribayama. Uh, Kiribayama. Onosho. Miyogiru. Yeah. Chio no Kuni. Chio no Kuni. We got some nice old fellas up yeah. there in second like place. Yeah, I'm liking the too. way it's shaping up. Me too. So day seven, I want to talk about, first of all, let me preface this by saying thank you to listeners like Doris, who are changing my mind about Endo. Oh, yeah. Well, he was on fire. 
remember the last Basho, or maybe it was two Bashos ago, we were saying Endo really likes being the disruptor. He does. You can't count him out. You cannot count him out. You really can't. So on day seven, he went up against Chiamnokuni, who remembers in second place. Mm -hmm. Oh, looked like a brawl, this fight. I loved it. The record between them was five and five. So you know they're well matched. And I have to admit, when they started, I was cheering for Endo. Because I thought if anybody can knock Chionakuni off second place, it's Endo. At the top, they bonked heads. And I think that's what got the blood going. Oh, it was just bloody. There was just blood everywhere. <laughs> there was pushing. There was slapping. It was scrappy. There was a dynamite spin at the edge by Recoveries Endo. when it seemed impossible. We thought he was going out. He was off balance. He was stumbling, but he kept his head low and he moved his feet around perfectly to stay in the ring. The audience collapsed when he didn't go out. Chiono Kuni did not want to let Endo get his belt when he came in for it again, and he pummeled Endo's head as hard as he could, but Endo finally got a left hand on Chiono Kuni's belt and hung on. Chiono Kuni broke the grip, they spun, Endo went for the belt again, and this time, from the side, he bear-hugged Chiono Kuni, who grabbed Endo around the neck and tried to throw him over his shoulder. Didn't work, but Endo skipped him out of the ring, and at the end looked a bit Maybe pissed? I don't know. He was bloody. He For sure, he had a fat lip. He looked tired. Man, he worked hard for that one. But, man, thank you. Thank you. Oh, they threw everything they could into that bout. That was so exciting. Yes. Ura versus Okinoumi. Mm-hmm. Another first-time meeting. Mm-hmm. Always exciting to see guys who have never wrestled each other. There was no Tachiai on this one. It was a very odd meeting again. Because people are figuring Ura out. Okinoumi has a lot of experience. So it showed. He, yeah, it showed. He was watchful. He didn't know exactly where to grab Ura. So when Ura went in and under really low, it was really funny. There was a moment where he like patted Ura's shoulders yeah. as if to say, hello, I'm not quite sure where to touch you. But then he grabbed his arms around Ura's shoulders from above, leaning over him. And, uh, was trying to set up something exciting. I don't know what it was, but he dropped into this deep squat just as Okinaumi was grabbing for Ura's belt. It looked like he was trying to throw Okinaumi backwards over his back, but Okinaumi was not fooled. He is a man of the ocean and he knows a storm when he sees it brewing. He had his feet wide. He was not thrown off balance. Instead, he just pushed Ura right in the chest, mid-throw, and Ura ended up on his back. Just flat, flattened him. Experience really <laughs> paid off here for Okinoumi. It was a really nifty moment. And I love them both. So really enjoyed this fight. Oh, this was the day Kiribayama versus Daesho. Okay, big, huge pushes as expected in the beginning. Daesho caught Kiribayama off charge, slapped him down with a Hikiotoshi with an extra lateral rotation midair and a breakdancing spin on his butt on the ground, which they showed in (laughs) slow motion, which made me wonder, do sumo wrestlers get road rash? Because... 
clay and salt on a rotating bear tushy. But was it his bum or was it, it his was mawashi his... that he was spinning on? No, well, you can't just spin on a mawashi. He like he was on his butt. Oh well, I well I don't know. All I noticed is when he got up, he was disoriented and went to the wrong side of the ring. To, he was to, <laughs> to bow, he spun around so many he times. He could not get his bearings. It, he was just like, now where do I go to bow to say that I lost? <gasps> Man, but it, it, but even he was laughing afterwards when he walked down the Hanamichi. He was like, I totally went to the wrong space. <laughs> Uh, he was standing at a quarter. He wasn't even standing across the circle from, oh, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was an awesome fight. I loved it. Daesho came away with the win. Kiribama was confused, and I was waiting to see if he would show up the next day with road rash. But he did not. A lot about this day was a day of surprising upsets. And I'm going to skip to Terunofuji versus Kotonawaka. It was a Yokozuna versus... A Yokozuna's grandson. Honestly, Kotonawaka looked a bit nervous. They have met once before, but this is another really great one to watch in sumo slow-mo because it's two huge men really focused on each other. One trying everything he could to move Terunofuji. Couldn't do much. Terunofuji ended up clamping onto Kotonawaka's arms. Kotonawaka removed them, but he still couldn't do much. Because by that time, Terunofuji had grabbed his belt, pulled him in close, and walked him out over the bales. Again, it proved that Terunofuji is patient and that he's responding really well to a lot of things coming at him. So it, it really was a day of upsets, but Terunofuji pulled ahead that day with a 7-0 record. He was still in the lead, followed by Miyogidu at 6-1. And eight guys, two behind the pace. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are at the end of day seven. Day eight was, uh, again, another. I mean, I, I, I have so many notes because just day eight was just, I mean, from the start, even the lower ranked guys, Tokushori versus Kagiyaki, that was just exciting. Chiono Kuni wins over Kotoeko. He's just, Chiono Kuni is just the man to bring to a street fight. He is so feisty <laughs> and he has such big swings. It's just, it looks like he's fighting dirty and he's not. He's just giving 150%. His, his it's brutal. Finger, well, and his fingers must be healed because remember, he he dislocated his thumb in the last Basho. That doesn't seem to be bothering him. No. I mean, he just gives everything of himself. It's yeah. so exciting. Miyogiru, uh, you know, him versus Tsurugisho, who unfortunately is kind of on a bum leg with the cellulitis, but still, Miyogiru has this really nice initial charge, but it it doesn't quite work with Tsurugisho, but he does it right again. The second one, it worked, and he was scooted Tsurugisho right on out. You know what I want to say? What? I want to say I have had some cellulitis in the past. It oh, wasn't wow. as bad as, wow. as Tsurugisho's, but when I started to get the red streaks up my leg, they got up about as far as Tsurugisho's are. It's and the dangerous. Woman, you can die. Well, one, it really hurt to walk on. And two, you know, I went to this doctor and she was like, if these antibiotics do not work immediately, like by tonight, if that red is not gone, you need to go to the ER because, yeah, you can die. And so they can't they just keep doing the close ups on his leg. And I'm just like watching those red streaks going. I would not be surprised by like day 12. They're like. Last night we had to amputate his leg, but he's back in the ring today. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, it looks so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's 
it is really painful because the swelling gets to be so much. I could hardly walk on my foot when yeah. it got that it's bad. It's his so entire it, calf. So he's fighting on that. I know. All right. Ura versus Tobizaru. Yeah. Now, this was so fun. There's no tachiai. There's just only patty cake. It's just <laughs> a slappy slap fest. <laughs> And Sorry. it's, but it's true, right? They yeah, were just like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to expect from you, shifty person. And yeah. the other one's like, I don't know what to expect from you, shifty person. Finally, you know, Tobizaru softly grabbed Ura's hand after they played, you know, patty cake and they just held hands. They did. And just, and it was like a sweet caress of like, let me just grab your hand. There was nothing aggressive about it. He was just like, we're going to have to fight. We might as well grab hands and go from here. And, um, they did a little bit of a headbutt and then they just stalled a bit. Just kind of, I don't know, getting in the same space together, yeah. get, getting, giving something, you know, pay, they were patient with each other. Overall, both were very wary of each other mm -hmm. and they did not know what to expect. So it was so fun to watch because there's two guys just so scared of each other or not having no idea what's going to come next. In the end, though, there was this massive push attempt by Ura at the edge that um, had Tobizaru kind of reeling back into the side. But he um, he ended up sidestepping and he just kind of ran out of room and lost balance and thus flinging himself back and out. And he hit the dirt first. It ended up being an Oshitai Oshi, a frontal push down win for Ura. Ura. Yeah. And uh, but the. The, the highlight was just the odd beginning of that one. It reminded me of the Hakuho Tobizaru fight. Yeah. Yeah. Because They're it was like, very similar with Tobizaru mm -hmm. going, I, I, I actually don't know if I want to even do sumo with you. Right. right I now. need to keep you at a distance. I yeah. need to be able to make eyes with you from a distance. Well, my other thought was do you think Ura hurt his knee at the end? I mean, his knees are trashed. So I think that he's constantly operating on knees that are trashed. Yeah. Well, I wondered, it looked like maybe he bent his knee backwards as yeah. he was balancing on he the bale. He had some, some tweak of it. He, I think he kind of grimaced when he got up. Yeah, he landed in that squat and then he was really Big, slow to get yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, day eight was this day that we had Hidano Umi and Onosho doing well first it looked like Hidano Umi won with his hinka and it seemed to work on Onosho, but the Gyoji had said, no, this is a mata. I don't agree. So they had to oh, yeah, tee yeah. up again. And you know, about to blast at the ta Tachiai and the Yoji again does not like it. So I'm thinking what it was is that Hidanoumi's hands were not down all the yeah, way. Yeah. And so by the third time they teed up, Onosho gets this big Tachiai blast to um, gives it to Hidanoumi. But it's not too long before he he kind of gets Hidanoumi turned around and vulnerable to a rear push out, which he does and he wins. So Onosho finally wins with a rear push out at Okuridashi in the end. Sweet, sweet Takanosho beats my it boy Kiribayama. So even though I'm on the Kiribayama train, I'm always, always cheering for Takanosho. I oh. liked that win. Uh, Chiyoshoma did, I think everybody agrees, it's completely it's completely legal. We all just thought it was dirty. Chiyoshoma at this point was like, what, zero wins, seven losses? Yeah, well, And he's going ag yes. against Takayasu, who he's like, I'm most likely gonna lose. So this is my desperate like move. I'm gonna hanka. And it works. Takayasu hits the dirt. But we all know it was like poo-pooed upon. People I, were like, I poo-poo that. I didn't like it either. 
I yeah, didn't like because, it because Takayasu met it straight on. He's like, I'll fight you straight on. And, and he's like, no, I need to get a win. I'm pro Hanka, but uh, it was the biggest Hanka I've seen in a long time. And it was so big that it took out Takayasu and the Gyoji. Again. <laughs> I wonder if it's like the same Gyoji three days in a row, just getting pummeled. I don't know. I don't think it was, but. I don't know. Nobody liked it, though. Nobody liked it. But you know who's back? Hoshoryu. Hoshoryu. Versus Ichinojo. Yeah. He's out after, I think, about four days or something like that. Tonsils were fine. Tonsils are fine. They did not have to remove them. Thank goodness. He wore the big man out. He stayed as close as possible. And somehow, somehow... Pulled a throw on the big man by winding up and circling around, taking the big man with him, and just having a solid right side uate grip on Ichinojo. I I really don't know the physics of how this actually worked out, but he threw Ichinojo. It was so beautiful. But then Amanoi was called as both wrestlers hit the dirt simultaneously. So there was a rematch at Tori Naoshi. Now, this time, Ichinojo was far more aggressive, but Hoshoryu was amped up. And he was like, no, 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 I am prepared for anything. So he stuck like glue to Ichinojo so close. And after Ichi tried with a grip to fling him out of the ring, he had a really deep outside grip on Hoshoryu. And he tried to force his head down, but Hoshoryu resisted. He shifted sideways and charged and pushed Ichinojo out instead. It was it. Yori Kitty win, but it was really nice. And because he had to fight him twice, it was beautiful. Great description. Thank I you. I that one. Oh, goodness. Mitakiyumi may say Shodai versus Kota Nawaka. Ugh. Shodai was too confident in this one. And <laughs> Kota Nawaka was super excited. I mean, he was so proud of himself that he beat... Uh, Shodai, he ended up getting a like a really deep Mawashi grip, pivoted, and just got Shodai turned around and at the ring's edge. So he just got thrown out from the rear. It was an Uwatanage overarm throw, but this was a this was a very first time meeting for these two. So yep. that was a I think a big check to Shodai's confidence. Uh, I thought that was a nifty fight as well. Tedden of Fuji versus Tamawashi. Now, I was ninety eight percent sure that Tamawashi actually had Tedden of Fuji. With that, I loved this dodged one. Tachi eye shift. Yeah. He did. He bounced around to the side, and then he got this Nodoa grip on Tedanafuji, and he just drove like the beast that Tamawashi is from the neck, basically strangling Tedanafuji. But and the audience was <gasps> oh my goodness, no one could believe That's what the they sound were seeing. Effect. But you know what? It, I, it it makes sense. If anybody could really beat Tedanafuji. I think Tamawashi. Two big, big Mongolian yes. dudes. He's the guy that that could do it. Well, and it looked so scary because, I mean, he pushed his neck back so far that Terunofuji was basically looking straight up in the air. Yeah. He could no longer see Tamawashi. Yeah. But Terunofuji, with the strength of a god, denied him somehow with that push over the edge. It was like he was a brick wall. And we've seen it before, but... Oh my God, he had to be so strong with Tamawashi's Nodawa grip. Terunofuji then rallied and got a two-handed, very deep belt grip on Tamawashi, and then he escorted him back and out like the complete pro he was and is. It was a Yorikiri win, a frontal force out win, showed you exactly what a Yokozuna is supposed to do, 
but um, it made me a little bit nervous. <laughs> this is a really cool one to watch if you want to see how people fight against the Notawa attack, because what Terunofuji did is he lifted, he had his arms underneath Tamawashi's arms, and he just pushed them straight up to break that Notawa grip mm -hmm. up and out of the way. And then, and then his, he, second, his hands were yeah. right then there Then he just the knew, I have to get out of this, and then lickety-split, this is my opportunity to get the belt. Yeah, Meanwhile, was, everyone was like, this is the moment he lost the bout, and yeah. he's like, I'm still in it. Well, it was doubly cool because <laughs> he couldn't see what he was doing. No. Because he his eyes were forced straight up into the lights, and so he was doing all of that by feel. It was so, so cool. And that was the day we had our first Kachikoshi. Yes. Terunofuji is Fuji. still in the lead with Miyogi do trailing by one. Get those bingo cards warmed right. up and ready. Okay, five guys tied for third place. It's getting exciting. Getting exciting. Okay, day nine. Day nine. I would like to mention that Shimano Umi versus Aoyama fight on day nine, first up, deserves a mention because there were huge pushes from Aoyama. Shimano Umi was fighting back, ended up pushing Aoyama out with one big Oshidashi. But it's it's worth mentioning simply because if you watch the slow-mo, the amount of times that Aoyama gets his fingers inside Shimano Umi's mouth is overwhelming. Yeah. And you can almost see Shimano Umi go, I don't, I don't know where your fingers have been, dude. I don't know why you keep going for my mouth. Like they get caught up in his lip, like like fish. It's crazy. Shimonoumi grimacing, slapping his hands away, and getting the win. And then neatly folding his sagati. That's right. <laughs> like the pro he is, a very organized sumo wrestler. Miyogi do order. Yes, Miyogi do. Who is in second place? Miyogiru. Yeah, Miyogiru going for his Kachikoshi. Oh, yeah. Against Onosho on day nine with a record of three and eight against Onosho, which doesn't look good. I was still really hoping for Miyogiru, but Onosho got him immediately. So no Kachikoshi yet for Miyogiru. And he's going into day nine with a loss. Bummer. But he's still seven and two. Both, yes. of, both those guys are seven and two. Yes. Hoshoryu versus oh. Wakatagakage. Oh, okay, first I mean, off, I mean, we knew this was going to be exciting. Wow. Just yeah. wow. And it was. I had to watch this so many times to be able to describe what is happening. So I'm going to give it my best shot, okay? Wakatagakage worked Hoshoryu to the edge by keeping both of his hands under Hoshoryu's armpits and lifting up. Hoshoryu placed his left foot on the bales and refused to go out. And he turned his body so that Wakatakakage was pushing on his right side. So Wakatakakage reached around with his left hand to the back of Hoshoryu's Mawashi. And then there was this moment of exhilaration when we thought, oh, Wakatakakage has this. He is sending Hoshoryu out. But Hoshoryu right. did not go. Instead, no. Hoshoryu pivoted. And suddenly, Wakatakakage was pushing him from behind across the doyo with perhaps, it's kind of hard to see, but perhaps a hand on Hoshoryu's thigh from behind. And as Hoshoryu was getting pushed forward and out from behind, he throws this forward throw. He basically takes 
Wakataka Kage over his shoulder and spins him to the ground. They both spin midair. It looks like Wakataka Kage has it from behind. It is called for Wakataka Kage, but a Manui is called. And the decision is reversed because if you watch it in slow motion, it's, it's the coolest so thing cool. to watch it's, anyway. In slow mo, it looks like Wakataka Kage's arm goes down first, but it's like like half a second or less. It is so close. And so they reverse it and give it to Hoshoryu. It's this very nifty sort of back leg trip flip thing. I had no idea what the name of it was. But of course, they told us in the end, apologies for saying this incorrectly, because this is another unusual one. Here we go. Ipanzeoi. You did it. You aced it. Okay. And I I actually looked this one up and even the descriptions of it. In the descriptions, it says, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> but in one description, it says, it's basically when your opponent is trying to push you out, but uh, you grab onto the lower arm and you do an arm drag. But that, that I don't think is not, is that not does a good not description. Describe. So then I looked it up again and it said, okay, it's when the attacker, the opponent is pulled past the attacker and out of the ring by grabbing and pulling their arm with both hands it's but that doesn't really describe it no. it's a one-armed shoulder throw but it's imagine somebody grabbing a very heavy bag over their shoulder and then flipping it up and over their shoulder and out but then also flipping with it yes because you add you you use your leg behind you to help flip that person and you go out with them it's, it's what it looks like is you know the gymnasts on the floor and they do those flips those layout flips where they twist at the same time it's almost like a front aerial but you're flipping somebody over with you. What, right. You're doing a double aerial. You're you're grabbing onto another 400-pound man. Yeah. And, and you're do- <laughs> doing a gymnastics flip. Except you don't make it over. Twist, a fulling, full twist dismount so you, out of a flip-flop. You basically <laughs> flip yourself face first into the dirt and hope that the person you're flipping behind you lands first. Yeah. Or you're holding onto as you're flipping. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, I, we did not describe it well. Just watch it. <sighs> yeah. It's very, very cool. It's probably not one that we're going to see very often. And it sounds like it you know, might be used in jujitsu even. Um, it was badass. That's was. what the real description should just say. This is a badass move. Yeah. There needs no and honestly needs no description. Honestly, the rest of the day of sumo looked dull in comparison yeah. after that move, except except for the Terranofuji versus Daesho match. There was a long struggle at the top. Daesho thrusted. Terranofuji went for the belt. Terranofuji got the sigari. That's the dangly bits in the front yeah. of the belt. Yeah. And there was this long time. I think that's the official definition, dangly bits. Yes, That's what Shimano Umi likes to fold. Fold, yes. Dangly uh, bits. There was this long <laughs> time where their, their arms were kind of locked up together, and Terunofuji had a hold of the sagari, and, and you couldn't quite tell what was going on, but you could tell that there was an epic struggle happening. Like, Daesh's arms were just, like, pinned in, and Terunofuji was trying to get to the belt, and neither one of them could go in it anywhere and then with this incredible dramatic flare well and somehow, armbands and well, bandages yes, were passing that's what i'm getting to yes the daesho's arm flies out of this lock and his he's wearing two elbow braces and they go flying up into the air as he frees his arms 
And suddenly he has Terunofuji under the armpits and he pushes Terunofuji out for his very first loss of the Basho. So he stops, he stops Terunofuji's Zensho and he's so beat at the end. Yeah. He got the biggest wad of envelopes. I was honestly <laughs> missing seeing the cushions fly because that means that he now has a Kimboshi. Yeah. Which, that's his gold star. So he gets more money monthly until he retires because mm-hmm. he beat a Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. And he was, man, breathing so hard in the interview. Yeah. Um, this was the closest that you'd see of a strip tease from the sumo world. <laughs> <laughs> which is all those bandages flying off. I don't know whose they were. They were like knee bandages, arm bandages. Yeah, I don't no, even know. They, they were... popped off like in a kinky way. It they weren't like even burlesque. like... It was like burlesque. Sumo yeah, burlesque. Sumo burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that wrapped up an amazing, I mean, nine days of sumo. Yeah. Okay, so where it stands, Terunofuji is still in the lead, even though he lost. He's in the lead with 8-1. But the entire U show is very much still in play for a lot of people because one off the pace is Onosho, Okinoumi, Miyogidu, Endo, and Shiono Kuni. I gotta say, five guys. I did not expect to nope. be in second place right now. And then there's another big group, two off the pace. Uh, and that's Shodai, Mitakeyumi, Kiribayama, Daisho, and Chiomaru. So it's really exciting. It's still anybody's game. It is. And that's why we love sumo. Yes, yes, yes. Let's all send some love to Chio Shoma, who at the end of day nine only still has one win that he got through that dirty hanka. <laughs> so he needs to get a win another way. <laughs> Let's send some love to Tsurugisho, who is fighting on a crazy swollen ankle. Let's send some love to Hokuto Fuji, wherever he is, nursing his knee. Is there anybody else we need to send some love to? Oh, uh, I, I mean, let's hope Hoshoryu's tonsils hold out. Yes. Let's hope every Hokuto Fuji's knees are healing. Yes. Let's hope. Let's uh, hope uh, Ura, Ura's Ura. Ura. Let's hope Ura's knees are mm-hmm. fine. And well, Ichiyamamoto, we hope he's not hobbling anymore. But yep. I mean, everybody's injured. That's what we all know about <laughs> sumo is that we're watching warriors who are all pretty much beat up in so many different ways. Oh, that's so true. And they're, they're just fighting through it. Yeah. Amazingly. I cannot wait to see who walks away with this. If you had to make a prediction. I think it's going to be Ted and Fuji, but... Um, who would you love to see take it out oh, of all that? Miyogiru. Because <laughs> I think it's time. But I don't know. I don't know. I love them all. Somebody who doesn't have their Yusho. Because about, I like to spread it around. How about Okinoumi? I, I would love that. I would love that. But yeah. to be honest, him versus Ted and Fuji, I mean, anything's possible. They're both veterans. They both, you know, Okinomi's 36. Like, he deserves it, you know? But um, but I think that Ted and Ufuji, especially for his height and size, is like a really, really tall order. Well, Chiyomaru still in the running. I'm, wouldn't that be fun? I mean, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? I mean, I a would love that. A lot of things that. would need to happen. Oh, man. I'd love it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be very exciting. If you haven't gotten a bingo card, you better get one fast. 
There's yeah. 300 plus people playing bingo. I'm sure by the time this is out, there's a chance that we could have a bingo already. Or mm -hmm. if not, it's going to happen in short order. But you also have until the end of the Ba show to watch who's losing. You could always play bingo yeah. on who's losing. Right. Because Chiyoshoma <laughs> is, might be your man. <laughs> That's right. He's holding strong on the losing card. That's right. He might be just the man you need. And I mean, the way he's fighting, I hope he's your center square. Uh, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Until next week when we wrap up the boss show and have our bingo winners, we will talk to you then. All right. See y'all later. Sayonara. Bye. Bye. Who knows? It's, it'll always oh. be a mystery. Oh, well. There's a T in this. O-K-U-R-I-T-S-U-R-I-D-A-S-H-I. -S -S Can I hear that in a sentence, please? <laughs>